Most so-called business wisdom is just bad, bad, wrong, and it does not work. Unfortunately, bad advice doesn't have a warning label to tell you how deadly it is. So in the interest of public safety and for the benefit of entrepreneurs everywhere, we are here to debunk the 10 worst pieces of business advice that you probably believe are true. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. We're excited to be with you guys today for a two-parter. This is part one, top 10 worst advice for Christian entrepreneurs. Bad advice. Terrible advice. It's out there. You've heard it. And we have got to right the wrongs. So we're going to start today. Coach Tam, you want me to kick us off with number one? Please do. All right. And we've got our, our live inner circle members here for this recording of the podcast. Tell me, tell me in the chat if you have heard this. You shouldn't charge that much. Oh, I don't think you should charge that much. Bad advice. Terrible advice. Boo. All right. No, and it's a lot of yeses. You should give it away for free. That's what you should do. Yeah, right. Even worse advice. Even so worse. Here's the reality, and I see dozens. We're going to push push over 100 yeses in the chat here of you shouldn't charge that much. Here's, I think, the problem that a lot of Christians face who go into business. Christian thought leaders, Christian authors, Christian speakers, Christian coaches, is that we want to help a lot of people, right? right? Like, And I know that's everybody. I won't even ask. Like, We want to help a lot of people, and we want to take the gifts, the experience, the expertise that we have and use it to impact people and to change lives. And we think, and we think incorrectly, that if we charge less, more we'll be able to help more people because more people will be able to afford it. That is not how it works. That is not how it works. And I'll try to quickly explain why. If you want to help a lot of people, if you wanna have a ministry, a business, a brand that has legs and goes the distance, you need to be able to monetize your message. You need to be able to create an income. It's it's a lesson we've shared before on the podcast. Coach Tam, Billy Graham taught you, if you don't learn how to finance your ministry, you're not going to have a ministry for very long. And when you're getting started, in 99.9% of cases as a thought leader, coach, speaker, the only way to quickly create an income, $5,000, $10,000 a month and more, is by having something that's higher ticket, by having something that's $1,000 plus. Like that should be your ground floor for your pricing is $1,000 for a package. Could be one month, three months, doesn't matter, but it should be a, have a $1,000 price tag on it. And when that happens, a few things are gonna happen because there's a sequence to success. There's a process and there's an order and when you start with something that's say $1,000, $2,000, you might only be able to help five people, right? We're not reaching the 5,000s yet. We might only help five people. But guess what's going to happen with those five people when you do that? One is they're going to get massive results because those are going to be the people that are most ready, most invested, most committed. They're going to achieve 
massive transformations, Correct. right? So before we think about the 5,000, let's think about the five. What happens for you when you do that? One, you've got cash in hand. That's a big boost. Two, that gives you proof of concept, right? I've got something here that has potential. And three, you start to develop the skill and the expertise and the experience to take that message, to take that transformation experience and develop it in a way that more people can access it. And I want to give a quick example before I pass it to Coach Tam for, for point number two. I want you to think about, and I'll, I'll give you a little quick business history lesson on Tesla. Tesla, the goal is to have this, is to like, you know, make all cars electric to like have all the cars in the world be Tesla's mass market, you know, $30,000 cars that anybody can, can afford and everybody can drive. That's the goal. That's the mission of Tesla. Basically, they did not start with a $30,000 car. They started with like a $200,000 car, right? That only a few people could afford. But what that gave them was the capital, was the technical expertise, was the momentum and the start that they needed so that they could start at the top end of the market. Only those that could afford a $200,000 electric car. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they got the capital, the proof of concept, the momentum, the experience, the expertise to develop something that's more mass market. And it's the same with your expertise. If you want to reach the masses, the place to start is not with your mass market book. It's to start with your higher ticket thing that's going to give you the momentum, the proof of concept, and the opportunity to develop the expertise and to go the distance and put in the time that it takes to reach tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Yeah. So that's number one. You shouldn't charge too much. It's You shouldn't charge that much. It's bad advice. Bad advice. And here's another reason why it's bad advice is because people perceive the value of your offer in large measure based on your price. Mm -hmm. So... Another thing that Tesla got out of that out of that model of going high end first was that it elevated the perceived value of the Tesla brand. So then when they came out at at a lower price, still the perception is Tesla is high end, right? So think of it this way. If you have a coaching program and you think, oh gosh, I don't want to charge too much. I want to get clients in. And so I'm just going to charge like $47 per session. You don't realize it, but you are destroying your credibility with that kind of an offer. And I want to give you an example. I'm going to Toronto for a wedding in a few weeks. And I looked at the prices of hotels. And the average price of a hotel room there is $500. Now, let's say that I see a hotel that is like $97. Do I think, oh, wow, that's great. What a deal. I'm signing up for that. No, I'm thinking $97 when the market value is $500. Bad things are happening in that hotel. I do not want to go to that hotel, right? So you don't want to destroy your credibility that way. All right, bad business advice number two is if you build it, they will come. And we hear this all the time, like, like it's the gospel. If you build it, they will come. Well, you know, all you need is a website. Build a website. They're going to come to your website. You just need to write a book. If you write it, they will buy it. No, they won't. 
Um, you just need to print business cards that say that you're a public speaker. If you build it, they will come. Well, what if they don't come? Because I'm here to tell you that they don't come. In real life, the fish do not jump into the boat, okay? So think about this. You build a boat. You build a fishing pole. You get yourself some lures and some bait, and you push off into the middle of the open ocean and say, I built it. I built this boat. I built this fishing pole. I've got some bait right here in the boat. Why aren't the fish jumping in? Because in real life, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. If you build it, they probably are not going to come. I hate to be a, a spoiler alert for you, but it's better for you to know. But if you market it really, really well, they will come. So if you build it, they will come is a total myth. And you can spend a lot of time and a lot of money finding out for yourself, or you can believe us because we know. But if you market it really well, they will come. What do we got? Number three, worst okay. advice. Yes. So number three is maybe in a few months when like life settles down, basically the timing isn't like quite right. It's not like this isn't really ideal timing, don't you think? And man, I was I was thinking this probably comes up in every area of our life where people will go, I know. And this is the thing. Actually, actually, I think the tricky thing about this one is that the people who are closest to you that give this, they're well intended. Ding, 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 ding. These people actually love you. They really care about you and they don't know what they don't know. So offering this advice is kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's just like ignorance running amok. So people will say like when things slow down, I have heard that a million times. But when things slow down, I hear people tell me all the time when things slow down, you know, I've got a lot going on. You've got. OK, you know what's so funny? Not funny. I'm going to take it back. It's not. But yesterday, um, Zach and I are in a business mastermind and um, the guest speaker was Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. And he said he was out in Miami. He's a local church pastor there. And he saw a, um, a, a homeless man and he was there with a group ministering, I guess. And they were talking and he was like, hey, can I talk to you? You know, I wanted to talk to you about this, that, and the other. And he goes, oh, I'm just so busy. And Pastor Rich bursts burst into laughter. And he goes, you're, you're homeless. You don't, have a, you don't have a job. You don't have a place to live. You don't have a car. Like, he's not saying these things, but he's thinking these things, right? Like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, man, I, I don't have time right now. I'm so busy. I've got so much going on. Even people without jobs, homeless, without cars, that have nowhere to go, nowhere to be, and nothing to do, are they're very busy okay so as far as life getting in the way and things settling down i don't know that there's ever going to be the perfect time or the ideal time in fact i i think that i picture it kind of like double double dutch jump rope and it's like we just have to do it we just have to jump in because life is not slowing down 
I'm just telling you it isn't slowing down for me. I know it's not slowing down for you either. Whether you've got kids, whether you've got aging parents, whether you've got bills, whether you've got a job, no job, no car, it doesn't matter. So anyone who comes to you that loves you and cares about you and says, but what about when things slow down? To me, that's just one more big red red flag, red sign that, no, now is the time because there's not going to be a good time. Coach Tam, right. what do you think about the old? What about when things slow down? We're really, I think I, that's an excuse that a lot of people give themselves. I don't, yeah. I don't think that that's one that, that so much other people necessarily come in mass to tell you that, but you tell yourself that all the time. The bad I, advice you give yourself. Yeah. It's kind of like um, like having a baby. Is there ever a good time to have a baby? There's never a good time to have a baby, but you just choose. Okay, this is the stage in my life that I am going to choose to have children. This is the stage in my life that I am going to choose to invest myself in my calling. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that that you make a decision that you stop giving yourself excuses to delay your destiny because I'm telling you, it's a fine line between delaying your destiny and death. It's a mm. very fine line. The comfort zone is the coffin zone. So you don't want to die with your dreams. You want to take action and you want to do it now. All right, Zach, number four. So true. So true. One last thought on that is that not only a busy season, but a difficult season. Because mm. here's the reality is that when you have a business, you know, Jillian, you shared like, you know, your your life is your business. Your business is your life. Like there's just you know, the work-life balance, it's more of a work-life integration. And there's going to be difficult seasons. There's going to be busy seasons. There's going to be seasons where you're not in perfect health. Your family's not in perfect health. You know, you're tired, you're stressed. It's overwhelming. Finances aren't great. Relationships aren't great. If you can build a business in that season, right. you become an all-weather entrepreneur. Right. Right. If you wait till it's like, oh, everything's fine. The kids are out of the house. You know, everybody's healthy and happy. And then I build a business and everything's going great. Guess what? There's going to come a season where it is hard, where it is busy, where it is overwhelming. And what happens to your business then? You know, if you've got that mindset of, oh, I can't do it because of this. What happens if you wait until everything's good? If that eventually ever happens and then something bad happens, what happens to your business? You know, you probably don't have the the wherewithal, the endurance, the mindset to push through because it's not just starting a, a business that has its challenges and it is time consuming. It's also having a business, you know, so don't let that be an excuse that you give yourself for, for any reason at any time, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Number four, number four, bad advice. Starting a business is risky. You know that nine out of 10 businesses fail. Has anybody heard this? Has anybody heard this, read this, been told this? Right, Coach Tan, like you talk about, um, you know, people when they say, I'm going to college, everybody's, oh, that's great. That's great. I just got a job. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great. I'm starting a business. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? <laughs> that's, that is a, a common sense foolishness is that starting a business is risky. You know, that nine out of 10 fail. It reminds me of, of a, a Jerry Seinfeld joke. Jerry, Jerry goes, People are always telling me you're going to lose your appetite. You're going to waste your appetite. Don't eat that. You know, you're going to lose your appetite. You're going to mess up your appetite. And he goes, I'm not worried about losing my appetite because I got another one coming right behind it. Right. And it's the same thing with businesses. Like, okay, nine out of 10 businesses fail. 
you know, I guess over 10 years, that's a, a statistic that's true. But if you start a business and it doesn't work out, guess what? You got another business coming right behind it. You know how many multimillionaires, billionaires out there that their first few businesses didn't work out? Mm. You know, Warren Buffett's first business didn't work out. You know, like literally, I'd say like probably 90% of billionaires, their first business didn't work out. Their first business failed too. Right. But but just like we got another appetite coming, we got another business coming. Mm. Right. You need to change your market. You need to change your message. You need to change your offer. Do it. <laughs> Do it. It's okay if if your first idea doesn't work out. You got another idea coming right behind it. And as long as you can put your hand to the plow and you can keep walking and you can adapt and you can, you know, stay the course. And even if you need to pivot, pivot. Right. You can't you can't start 10 businesses and they all fail. Right. Like now the odds are, are working against you uh, <laughs> the other way. So, look, I think the real risk is like you know, starting a business is risky because that, you know, they, it could fail. Great. You know, I could lose my appetite. I got another one coming. My first business doesn't work. Great. I got another idea. I got another niche. I got another message. Okay. Don't don't let that scare you because the real risk is doing nothing. The real risk is taking that dream to the grave. The real risk is putting your finances and your career and your livelihood in someone else's hands. You know, at least have a little bit of say over what your life looks like, over uh -huh. what your finances look like. That's so I think it's bad advice. Starting a business is risky. Like maybe not everybody should be an entrepreneur, but don't let the the fear of like, oh, well, businesses fail. So what? You know, we lose our appetite. We got another one coming. And you know what, Zach? So many of our viewers that are actually live with us right now are chiming in. And I love all the different perspectives. I love someone said, guess what? Michael Jordan w missed way more shots than he ever made. And there's so many people chiming in saying like all these great names that if they if they had stopped early on because it was risky and they were afraid of failing, they would never have become who they were today. So I love that. Yeah, I like what Shantae Haynes says is that um, there's a cost to not taking action. The cost yeah. of not taking action is is way greater than the cost of taking action. Um, all right, bringing it out with number five, rounding the bend here for this episode. Bad advice. Boo. This is really bad advice is that you have to perfect everything before you do anything. And that is super bad advice because it is just a fancy way of procrastinating. Some people just spend so much time trying to make their website perfect, trying to make this email perfect, can't sit, hit the send button. They have to put their book through 15 rewrites. The cover is never good enough. And so they spend so much time trying to perfect things that they never actually do anything. They never launch it. They never get it out into the marketplace. And it becomes very discouraging over time that you keep working on this, working on this, and you're not seeing any tangible evidence that it is successful. And you cannot because you cannot create, for instance, an online course in an environment of isolation. You need clients to work with you to help perfect that online course. You can't build a speaking business by staying at home and writing speeches. You're going to have to get up on a stage and you're going to have to present. You can't do anything in uh, an environment of isolation thinking that, hey, if I just work on this long enough, 
it's going to be perfect enough. No, it's not. Perfection is an illusion. So I would rather do it a little bit messy and perfect it along the way with paying clients, getting my message out there, having some impact, than suffering under this illusion of perfection that is unattainable. You'll never get it perfect enough. So you're just going to have to step out in faith. And that, my friend, is where you're really going to learn the lessons, where you're really going to create income, where you're going to get your message out there, is that you step out and you do something instead of this you know, fancy procrastinating of trying to perfect everything before you do anything. So good. So true. I see our, our whole community chiming in. Done is better than perfect. That is, that's what we say around here. You just got to get it done. Got to step out. You can't perfect things in a vacuum. You can't do it behind the scenes. You got to get out, get on the stage, get the clients. Then it's going to get improved. Awesome. Awesome. Great bad advice, everybody. Love that. <laughs> that was the best bad advice I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. Well, tune in to the next episode for bad advice number six through ten part two all right bye everyone hi this is tamara lowe founder of kingdom builders academy here with a free gift for you our loyal podcast listener we're giving away free copies of my newest book on purpose how to find fund and fulfill your purpose you can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com that's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting episode.